this. Hey, welcome to PC Braids 2019, the August edition. I'm Bonnie Jean Curris from Teddy Bear Children's Advocacy Center. And I'm Melinda Sampson with NC Stop Human Trafficking. And today we're here with Leah Arnold, attorney with the Battered Immigrants Project. How's it going, Leah? Going well. Thanks for having me. Cool. We're happy you're here. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your role within the community? It's a really, really cool role. Thanks. <laughs> so I'm a nonprofit attorney. Um, my work focuses on representing immigrant survivors of human trafficking, sexual assault, domestic violence, and child abuse. So my organization serves uh, victims and survivors from all 100 counties in North Carolina. I'm based here out of the Greenville office, but we do uh, work to represent folks anywhere they may be in the state. And my clients are people who are either undocumented or conditionally documented and have been victims of uh, sexual violence, domestic violence, uh, human trafficking, and other forms of gender-based violence. And so what we do is we help them get on the path to legal status. We help them get uh, work authorization, work permits, so that they can become self-sufficient and move forward from whatever uh, situation or of abuse that they've been in. And we help them get green cards and find stability. It's very, very rewarding. And you do a lot of pro bono work, don't you? Yes, I do. Tell I us do. a little bit about that. Um, so on the border too, or here, or everywhere. Um, well, we'll <laughs> Girl, you are everywhere. Yeah, so yeah. I think you should talk about the, those things too, because it's part of your passion and part of who you are. Right, right. So the work that we do uh, for immigrant survivors of gender violence and trafficking is completely free. We are fortunate to be funded by grants and donors so that we don't have to charge anyone in our community for these sorts of legal services. Um, we also provide non-immigration legal services through um, the, the rest of our local office colleagues. Um, who We have some people who work on housing issues, some people who work on public benefits issues, expunctions, all of that. So a lot of times if someone comes in, they may have an immigration issue, um, but we may also be able to help them with wraparound uh, civil legal services in other areas, like if they're facing eviction or something like that. Um, in addition to my work day to day here in Greenville, I try, whenever I can get the time off, to do additional pro bono work and go down to the border. Um, I'm planning my third trip to uh, Dilly, Texas, which is the largest detention facility for moms and kids, for migrant moms and kids who are um, detained. And so my third trip is coming up. Uh, that's usually, it's a week-long program where I go in and provide free legal services um, to the hundreds, sometimes thousands of um, women and kids who are detained in this, in, in this facility. The population varies. It can hold up to 2,400 people at a time, um, but the population waxes and wanes um, based on how enforcement efforts are going at the border. So that's something that's really meaningful as well. And I'm also hoping at the end of this month to go down to Mexico, the Mexican side of the border, to help with some legal clinics there for folks who are stuck on the Mexi Mexican side of the border waiting for um, asylum hearings in Texas. So that's a little bit about what I do. 
amazing. Well, and you're really busy. I mean, obviously, this this is not work that you just work a nine-to-five job at all. No. And um, <laughs> one of the things that you highlighted when you were doing your introduction was talking about the fact that it's not just legal aid services that mm-hmm. you're providing, that there are actual you know, other needs that families that are here in Pitt County or in the surrounding counties or in um, eastern North Carolina or the rest of North Carolina, that they have some some specific needs, whether that is food, clothing, basic needs, toothpaste, um, you know, those types of things. Um, And so one of the questions that we have is, is that, you know, what are those needs as well within the community here that you're aware of and uh, what, what can we do to assist? Right. I think a big need is access to mental health resources and community support. That's a big thing that I see Um, especially with this population when it comes to folks who've been through trauma and who've survived, you know, sexual violence, domestic violence, traumatic incidents, um, finding access to community support groups, to mental health resources is a huge need um, for for our client population in particular, and one that's always a struggle to find folks who um, can provide those sort of support groups or mental health services who are also bilingual. Oh, that's another key issue. Right, right. Folks who are bilingual, um, if you are bilingual and you want to volunteer with any sort of (laughs) nonprofit or um, now now is the time to volunteer um, because I think my nonprofit and other nonprofits um, are really in need of bilingual folks to, to kind of step up. Um, and, and make sure that the resources we're putting out in the community are accessible to folks who don't speak English, um, which at least it, it, around these parts is Spanish, is the second most common spoken language. Mm-hmm. So for folks who speak Spanish, um, you know, I think it's a good time to step up and try to make our community organizations, our agencies, our nonprofits um, more language accessible. Actually, that you know, you've you've hit the nail right on the head, and we've been talking about that here at Teddy Bear as well in regards to looking for someone who is a, a Spanish language speaker mm-hmm. who could actually um, get trained in the stores of children and become a trainer, that so that we could fantastic. actually reach out to. Um, the Latino community and present those trainings. So anybody who is within the listening vicinity, if you um, you know are interested in becoming a trainer, because we too really want to make sure that people have access to this really important information. Absolutely, and that's actually the second thing I was going to say as far as community needs. Um, education and information is huge. So there are a lot of people who. You know, I, I've been doing this sort of work for a few years now, and there are a lot of people who still don't know that I'm here, or that my organization exists, or that there are free resources for getting legal aid and assistance for those who are immigrant victims. So a big thing that people can do is to spread the word in your community. Um, make sure people know that there are resources available for folks, especially folks who have, um, you know, been through situations of child abuse or human trafficking or domestic or sexual violence. Uh, We can also help with restraining orders, like protective orders. Um, Sometimes we can help with custody if it involves, you know, like a a child abuse or human trafficking situation. So really getting the word out, I think, is a way that the community can help. 
Well, our goal is to do the same thing, and that's why you're here today as yes. a guest. Not to just give us fashion advice, by the way, but, <laughs> but also... It's impeccable. Well, it is. <laughs> absolutely impeccable. Um, but but the fact is, is that we will be putting this out there onto our uh, various Facebook pages to be able to say, hey, if you want to contact Leah, here's how you can do it. So... If you want to contact Leah, how do we do that? <laughs> yes. So you can shoot me an email. That's usually the best way to get in touch with me. It's Leah A, that's L-E-A-H-A, at LegalAidNC.org. And I'm always happy if there's something that I can't do to help. I'm always happy to try to connect you with someone else who can. Um, that's one of my favorite things about this community is that there are a lot of great nonprofits and great people out there, activists, um, you know, people really engage in the community, and I love that. So reach out to me, and if I can't help, I will try to find someone else who can. I love that, too. I love that about our community. Yes. Well, and it's that's amazing. how we all got together exactly. to begin <laughs> with is, is through that as well. So um, speaking of community, we, we actually want to thank you so much. We're so excited that you are a part of the community, and you make the community a better place just for who you are and all the work that you do and we're we're really honored that you came in today, but we're even more honored that we get to see you on a regular basis and and be with you in this work as well. So true, so true. You said it the best. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Um, I think that what we, we really want to do is also kind of highlight some of the things that are going on in the community before we um, close out and say goodbye for the day. Do you have any uh, announcements or things like that that you, you can think of for for what you're doing? Um, no, no announcements as far as events coming up. Um, Anything you want to add? Did we miss something? The, the one thing I would say is the population that I work with is experiencing a lot of fear right now. Mm -hmm. And that's understandable. Um, and I just want people to know that as, as attorneys, you know, everything is confidential and people can come to us for a screening um, to see if they may be eligible for some sort of relief, if they've been through some, if they've been a victim of a crime or trauma, they can come, they can talk to us, um, and it's confidential. You know, we don't we don't work with the government. They don't need to be afraid of speaking to an attorney. Um, so I definitely just want to let people know, you know, that we're we're here. Um, if folks are interested in reaching out, we're here to help, and they don't have to be afraid. Wonderful. That is good. That is good information to have. And the fact is, is that you connect them with people that they need to be connected with. That they need mm -hmm. to end up, um, you know, touching base with teddy bear. Um, that yeah. usually happens through the Department of Social Services or law enforcement. Um, but you've probably facilitated some of that um, as well. So that's been yes. really helpful. It helps with victims of trafficking come forward too to know that there's somebody there that they, if they are immigrants, they don't they're not put in a worse position right. when they try to leave their yeah. trafficker. Exactly. So that's, you're beautiful. That's right. all I'm saying. <laughs> right. And that's, and, and that's what we're here for. Actually, you know, I'm working on a case right now and I can't share a lot about it, but it is a trafficking survivor who previously kind of dropped off the face of law enforcement radar because she was very afraid because of her immigration status. And mm -hmm. she did not want to talk to law enforcement, did not want to talk mm -hmm. to detectives. Um, and so her trafficker kept doing it even after she escaped. He kept doing it to other people, mm -hmm. and she knew about this. And um, after talking to her, um, 
long story short, she is now, she's been connected with some really good trauma-informed um, detectives who know about trafficking, who you know, know what they're doing, and, and we're all working together to keep her safe through this process. So mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. one of those kind of success stories about how we can all work together to make sure that our work is victim-centered and trauma-informed. And I love the fact that law enforcement is going in that direction as well. Yes. We've got some wonderful people really who are, are really focused on becoming trauma-informed or are leading the charge or leading mm -hmm. the way um, for that as well. So that's wonderful Absolutely. news. And what a lot of people don't know about trafficking and traffickers is if you're talking about a person who is undocumented, a trafficker will use that as leverage to keep them um, in to keep them under control, whether that be for labor or commercial sex. And as an advocate, an anti-human trafficking advocate, anything that takes the power away from a trafficker is what what pleases me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That is a huge power dynamic. Yeah, and holds a lot of leverage over over victims of human trafficking and that's Absolutely. one of the things that you know we try to remedy as mm -hmm. attorneys we try to stand in that gap and take that kind of out of out of the picture so that's not a fear that's holding someone back from seeking help and from talking to law enforcement Wonderful. We've got we also have some other options too in terms of um, getting educated you mm -hmm. talked about education being really key. Um, yes. We have some education opportunities coming up. Um, actually, today we have uh, the Chew and Chat Book Club, and the book that we'll be talking about is um, called My Grandmother's Hands. It's from 12 to 1 at McAllister's today, um, August 9th, and tomorrow, August 10th, from 9.30 to 11.30 at the Great Harvest Bread Company. And again, My Grandmother's Hands is really talking about um, racial inequity and the healing process that we need to um, maybe start a conversation about um, mm -hmm. and get comfortable in terms of starting a, a conversation about how do we heal um, from racial inequity and um, it's a wonderful book. It's it's life changing. There's been a buzz about that book around the town, by the way. Oh, well, I, every, <laughs> I mean, I've I have brought nice. it to other conferences <laughs> and have talked about it. Um, so it's it really is something that we're excited about. It was actually brought up at the uh, Global Leadership Summit in at Jarvis United. Wow, yeah. that's fabulous. So, well, not the summit itself, but among people who are mm -hmm. attending at the satellite site. And I said, oh wow books getting around. <laughs> well, and I hope they come to the book club meeting today and well, Saturday. I don't, I don't know if they'll be at the one today because they're at the summit right now, but they probably will be at the one Saturday. Oh, excellent. Well, then yes. I'll see them there. I'll be at the one on Saturday. Um, Kia's going to be there. Kia Glasson will be there today, um, kind of heading up the conversation uh, for, the, for the book club today. We also have on August 15th, at 9.30 at the Shepherd Memorial Library, the Human Trafficking Meeting. Yes, the Pitt County Coalition Against Human Trafficking. And guess who's the guest speaker? You. Me! <laughs> it's so everyone's got to go. So everybody's here. And actually, we're going to be talking about the carers. We're going to be talking about people like you, Leah. Yes. And you, Melinda. And you, buddy and me. Yeah, the, the people who are the helpers, the people who are the carers, the people who work with people who um, have experienced trauma and the fact is is that when we work with people who have experienced trauma we also experience trauma in terms mm -hmm. of secondary trauma so we're going to be talking a little bit about that secondary trauma compassion fatigue that can occur mm -hmm. 
and how sometimes we're not as good at taking care of ourselves when we're taking care of other people. So we're going to be talking about workplace resilience um, and creating a little bit of a toolkit for ourselves in that short meet time that we meet. Um, so I'm really excited to be there for that. That sounds amazing. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And August 22nd, we have um, at 6 o'clock our Stewards of Children uh, training at the Shepherd Memorial Library. And the last announcement I have is, again, we how we all got together was through the BRACE and the human trafficking meetings. And uh, the next BRACE meeting, um, Building Resilience and the Courage to Excel meeting, um, will be at 6 o'clock at St. Timothy's. Do you have any other announcements? Well, we're, um, they're actually not Pitt County announcements, but you guys, if you uh, want to travel to Lenore County next Thursday, August 15th, we'll be doing a Be the One documentary screening Fabulous. at the News Regional Library in Kinston. We all love going down to K-Town, so we want to see you there. <laughs> um, and I think that's pretty much mm-hmm. rounding it out. We do have a Human Trafficking 101 again at Shepherd Memorial, but that's November 6th, and I'll be talking to you more about that as the... Time passes on. It's a little early for that right now. <laughs> well, we'll make it more announcements yeah. um, as we come through. I know September 25th, we'll also be doing the resilience screening mm-hmm. at um, the movie, the, the resilience movie um, that really does a great job in terms of helping people understand adverse childhood experiences and what trauma does to children um, and how it impacts our communities. And that will be, again, September 25th from 6 to 8 at Martin Pitt Partnership. So, I can watch that again, I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> all are welcome. Yeah. Just give me a call so you can register at uh, 252-744-8339. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to jump in because I forgot an announcement. That oh, I excellent. Made <laughs> we are still recording. On September 23rd, um, I, along with some of my colleagues at my, my legal aid organization and along with some attorneys from Pitt County Department of Social Services, we are hosting a day-long CLE, Continuing Legal Education, event that will focus on issues of immigration law and child and adult welfare law. Um, the intersection of where DSS and, and everything that's up their alley um, meets with immigration law and everything that's up my alley. So we're hoping to have a good turnout of DSS attorneys, of legal services attorneys, and of social workers. Um, Even if you're not an attorney, you are absolutely welcome to come. You don't have to be applying for the continuing legal education credits. You can just come to sit in and inform yourself. So that'll be September 23rd. And you can find more information um, on our website, legalaidnc.org. Under the Give Help tab, there's a link that says CLE Calendar, and you'll find the link there for more information. Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us today. It has been so nice to spend some time with you. We will um, make sure we push this out to as many people as possible. Great. Thank you so much for all you do. Take care. Thank you. Thanks.